Cryptology Files. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year. <laughs> Adi Filers. The uh, yes, P H I L E S, kind of like X Filers. Oddity Files. Yeah, Oddity, yeah, that's it. That's one it. of those things. So here we are. It's what year is it? Twenty nineteen. Thank God I don't write checks anymore. I'd be writing the wrong year for you know three weeks. Same podcast, New Year. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for everybody who's listening. Thank we're, you for getting us through 2018. Yeah. We're overwhelmed with the the feedback and just... It's the, just exciting. It is. Just the fact that people are listening makes right. me squee. Squee. Very exciting. Yeah. Did you do anything for New Year's? <sighs> no. Yeah. I'm kind of boring. That's okay. Yeah. I kind of like just hanging out and buying the glasses that say the year on them and drinking and watching Taking movies. Taking Calling it a day. Yeah. So acknowledging the new year. That's about it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, another day, another. Right. Not making a dollar. So speaking of that, if you want to get hold of us, if you're a sponsor. Call us. Yeah. at Gmail. Um, also follow us on all the stuff and all the things. Twitter, Instagram, we're at oddityfiles. One word, because you don't even need to say that anymore. Um, we've got a website, oddityfiles.com, that will update you for all the new podcasts, all the new episodes, all the new seasons, all the new things. Um, oh, I did want to explain to people oh. that I think I think they're getting it, but when you're listening to the podcasts, if you go to our Instagram story, producer Jimmy over here puts together this... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> DJ Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he puts together this awesome little thing with pictures that go along with what we're talking about. He even puts a little timestamp time on it. It's amazing. I'm, I'm so excited every Friday morning to wake up and see his stories. It's already there. Yeah. Well, good. They're hilarious. The gifts I, that he puts along with them oh crack God. me up. No. What was one? The dog with the phone? <laughs> I, I have upped my gift game on Instagram I because of up. producer Jimmy. <laughs> I'm all about the gifts now. I'm just trying to keep up. Oh, yeah. So crazy stuff. And so I'm it I'm I'm anxiously awaiting for it to get warmer because uh Mr. Claytonius Rex what is your dinosaur name? Claytonius Rex. Claytonius Rex. Um and Carter won't let me book any investigations if there's no heat. Hell no. In there because you know they're not willing to take one for the team and it's a little disappointing. Okay. We have done many of investigations in the cold. I so, found a murder hotel that has no heat, and they told and me I'm to sure wait. I'm sure they're available in March or April. I don't know. I want to go to there. It just hurts when it's cold. How far away is it? Oh, it's in Evansville. It's Winchester. Winchester. Yeah. Oh. So it's not that far. Indiana? Yeah. Where the... Where the Para Cafe is. Is everything haunted there? Apparently that's also where so. Randolph County is. Yeah. Yeah, apparently everything is haunted Someone's in Winchester. The truth. Yeah, I don't know. But it's like a whole entire hotel, um, all the hauntings there. So What I was thinking about, so here, just in like the next month, we are going to be going down 
Ah, shit. We're not going to New Orleans. I know. The cruise leaves from Tampa. <gasps> I do. I did find some places recently in Tampa, actually, where a murder happened. Oh. It's like an old it's a club. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe. Should contact yeah, them. I should, totally should. We do have like a month off. We should just go to New Orleans. We should just go to That'd New Orleans. That'd be fun. We could have a whole Oddity Files episode of just our time, like a travel vlog, but <laughs> yeah, us in New Orleans. That would be awesome. We can get Carter trashed oh, hell. on Bourbon Street. <sighs> no, but we could like investigate, um, or not even investigate, but just do like autosodes, like within the, that'd be kind of cool. It would be. And we literally have like a month off. We do. I'm decorating my house though. We'll so. see. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> no, and FaceTime I want to go But see, when I go, I want to go to like the murder house there. I know that Paranormal Lockdown went to because oh my gosh, I know. Well, and I'm so like uh, regret is a terrible feeling. When I yes. was there two times ago, and remember I went there. It was mm-hmm. right after the episode had aired. Rampart Street. Rampart was Street. It? Yep. Yeah. And remember the place had burnt down or not burnt to the ground but like there was a fire inside so like right. it was all messed up and there were contractors there working oh, and okay. like they were they just walked out and so like they had the door still open and i wasn't thinking like sneak in i was thinking like i should have asked them would you care to show me around like i'm familiar with this property would you care to show me around but yeah. like i i just felt awkward yeah. doing that you know and yeah. like it's like when you meet celebrity or see celebrities out and you, right. i can't ask for a and photograph like, it probably was not safe there had just been a fire like yeah but i should have at least asked yeah like what would it have hurt well my goal what for season three was to base all of our locations around places where true crime had happened that's cool yeah that's a lot harder than i thought it was gonna be I i'm bet. not gonna lie I um bet. i've i found the murder hotel in winchester mm-hmm. um, i'm still trying to get that one location up in ohio um, but the guy who owns the, the building. The paranormal lockdown place? No, 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 no. This oh, is where they're so bad. There was a car bomb and somebody was murdered. Yowza. Yeah. In Ohio. In Ohio. And um so if anybody knows of any haunted murder locations, aside from like Lizzie Borden's and right. the Velisca Axe House, and not if you just know of a place, but if you know how to get us right. into a place yeah. to investigate cool. it. Because um, that is our goal. That's kind of my obsession right now. I know I talk about it all the time, true crime. But I want to talk to these spirits, and and I want to know more about what they went through, that kind of thing. Yeah. Because <clears throat> we're really not your average paranormal investigating team. We no. We don't go into, per se, get the best evidence. We want to know why they're there. Yeah. They want to know. We try we, to tell their story, as we always say. Ex- always. We want to tell their story. Not, and It's not just like, a, yep, they're here. Let's leave. Yeah. Like, or let's run away or whatever. Right. Yeah. So um, that's, the, I want to tell their story. Yeah, that is cool. Um, so if, again, if anybody knows of any places where true crimes have happened and people have died and you can actually get us permission Do to get into. Do you live in a house? <gasps> Do you live in a house that someone was murdered in? Yes. Let we us know. want to go to there. Regardless where you're, of where you live, we'll come. We'll f- figure it out. We'll come. Yeah. Uh, OddityFilesCrew at gmail.com. Or tweet us or Instagram us. Yeah. DM us anywhere for yeah. sure. 
or like personally, it doesn't even, <clears throat> we're just one of us. Yeah. Someone messaged me recently. He was like, hey, if you guys are ever investigating in the Netherlands, like, let me know. I have a ton of places I could get you in. Oh. Right. And I was instantly like, calendar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be in Germany in this time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's not too far. <laughs> we are headed to London soon right. and are dying to investigate we are in, the UK. in London or the UK, anywhere. Um, again, if you n- have a place and you know you can get us in, please contact us. I know this is like so overly done, but wasn't Jack the Ripper in London? Oh, yeah. Right. But it's like oh, all the different, I mean, it's I like you can take the Jack Ripper tour. It's so good. You've I taken live. it? Have well, you I, not? I live no. Me either. Let's do it next time. Okay. We'll be there I together. Where he was like. Dude, no. Yeah. Do so it. jealous. Okay. It's so good, the tour. You can't like hyperventilate in the middle of it because you see him or something. Well, if if I do, <laughs> will you videotape it? Because <laughs> yeah. that'll make good Instagram. That'll be cool. Okay. So this week, wait, who went first last time? I think I did. Clayton went first last time. <laughs> We're so good at this. <laughs> We're so bad at this. Okay. So I've, I'm, 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 Going back to our roots here, and I'm doing a haunted object similar to your Robert the Doll. Um, This is the story of Busby's Cursed Stoop Chair. Yep. Speaking of London and the UK, I'm not even sure where this is. I wrote this story like three weeks ago. Um, In 1702 in North Yorkshire, England. 1702. Yep. All right. That's why they have all the ghosts. We're taking it back. Yeah. Taking it we're taking it old school. In 1702, in North Yorkshire, England, lived the town drunk Thomas Busby and his wife, Elizabeth Lucky. Now, of course, Elizabeth's father was dead set against the marriage from day one. I mean, who wouldn't be when your child wants to marry the town drunk? Um, so Busby is going along living his best town drunk life. That was way funnier when I wrote it. Um, (laughs) When one day he comes home to find his father-in-law sitting in his favorite chair. The father-in-law goes on to say to Busby that he was there to take his daughter back with him and that there was no stopping him. Busby didn't take too kindly to the threat of losing his wife, so he did what any town drunk with a favorite chair in the 1700s. I am hilarious. I'm cracking myself up right now. So he did what any town drunk with a favorite chair in the 1700s would do and kicked the man out of his chair and later went back to the man's home and with a hammer bludgeoned Elizabeth's father to death. Oh my god! And hid the body in the woods. You know, town drunk shit. Jesus. He then renamed his home the Busby Stoop End. He Wine. He then renamed his home the Busby Stoop Inn and just left his chair in the lobby for anyone to sit in all willy-nilly. Boy, I, I was really pulling out all the cliches. <laughs> um, sometime later, the father-in-law's body was found and Busby was arrested and sentenced to hang for the crime right across the street from the inn. Good. When Busby was taken to the gallows, he screamed to the onlookers that anyone who sat in his favorite chair would die a horrible death. He loved he's that so fucking petty. chair. <laughs> he's he's a little possessive of the chair. Yeah, no kidding. And you know, think about it. 1700s, there weren't even lazy boys yet. No, it was just a chair, like a rickety just, wooden chair. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm exactly. envisioning. 
There are pictures of it online. I'm, I'm sure, sure we'll put it on the Instagram. It. DJ Jimmy will. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see here. That anyone would die a horrible death. And as you can imagine, no one took him seriously. I'd have been like, oh, the town drunk is feeling sassy. I was feeling sassy while writing this. I'm just saying. Legend has it that uh, over the next 300 years, the cursed chair claimed several lives. In 1968, Tony Earnshaw took over the inn. When he heard about the cursed chair, he wasn't having any of that and said it was just a coincidence that some people died after sitting in the cursed chair. Right. As people do. Then Earnshaw witnessed his first two deaths because of the chair. Earnshaw overheard two airmen of the Royal Air Force daring each other to sit in the cursed chair. The daring young men accepted each other's challenge and each took turns sitting in the chair. Everything was pretty fine until later that day, both men died in a car crash. Oh a car crash. Oh my gosh. So Earnshaw thinks this is weird, but still wasn't having any of it with the curse uh, and goes on just living his innkeeper lifestyle. Some construction workers come into the inn during their lunch break, and he hears the older guys giving the new kid of the construction site a hard time and daring him to sit in the chair. The kid takes a seat and thinks nothing of it. Later that day, back at work, the kid falls off the roof he's working on and dies after landing on his head. So Earnshaw's kind of thinking there might be something to the the chair. So Earnshaw is now a total believer and calls the Thirsk Museum, which is now where the chair is, Mm -hmm. begs them to take the cursed chair off his hands. Um, The museum has rooms of exhibits featuring local life of the market town of Thirsk and is now home to the cursed chair to this day. So you can go and you can see the chair. Um, They've actually hung the chair up high on the wall, however, so nobody can actually sit in it. Um, And there it is. So, Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. It is very cool. I want to sit in it. I just liked the name Busby. Busby. Because that's fun to say. It is fun to say. Yeah. But it's crazy. That is crazy. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's just where it is. You know? Yeah. Like like in Yorkshire. Just like. Yeah. I'm honestly shocked I haven't heard of it. And it hasn't been on, on like some paranormal TV show. Right. Or like spoken of. In great detail. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was super interesting. I don't want to sit in it. That's true. Maybe my superstition. Maybe we can investigate the chair while we're there. Maybe. I don't know where. And we can ask Busby what his deal is. Thirsk is. What if we burnt the chair? Maybe we should sage the chair. Oh, hell. Here we go again. <laughs> So we accidentally cleansed the location we were investigating one time because we, we like got pretty freaked out mid-investigation. Well, so we just went outside. Clayton and Carter got a little okay, freaked Christina's out. Okay, Christina's never scared. But we <laughs> have video of me that. scaring her in the aisle of an opera house. <laughs> I literally peed my pants. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> People scare me, ghosts don't. <laughs> so Carter and I, yes, we were a little caught off guard. So we went outside, we saved ourselves. We kind of left the doors open while we were saging ourselves, and then we walked back inside, and nothing happened the rest of the night. Well, I don't think it actually got in the building. I think you had said it, it was kind of like bug repellent. Right. 
and nothing wanted to deal with us the yeah. rest of the night. But because you did revisit the place and did your solo thing there. Yeah. And you yeah. had an experience. So I did. I did. So we didn't fully cleanse it. No, I we, think we cleansed ourselves. We just cleansed ourselves. <laughs> they're like, stay the fuck away from those people. So maybe when we say to ourselves, they're not attaching to us, they're just standing at a distance. So that's why Terry from, was that, when was, two weeks ago. My aura reading? Week, yeah, your aura. Oh, oh, yeah, Maybe yeah, that's yeah. why she was like, you have them following you. They're not attached to you. They're just but following they're you. they're attracted to our energy. Yeah. Which, I mean, who wouldn't be? We're right. kind of amazing. Just kidding. That's cool, though. So uh, this week I'm doing a haunted location. Oh. Yeah, that um, that you and I know, and I'm pretty sure you know the details of it, but um, I feel like it's not like one of those that's wide, widely known, you know? Okay. Um, the Hannah House. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've, I've never been in there. Have you? Right. Nope. Never. Okay. So far removed from slave-holding plantations of the South is a historic home in Indianapolis, Indiana called the um, Historic Hannah House. Um, but even here in Indiana, a northern state, the specter of slavery and of the Underground Railroad still manages to make itself known. The house was built in 1858 by Alexander Moore Hanna, a prominent figure in Indiana history. Originally, the house had been constructed to house Hanna and his staff. At the age of 30, or at the age of 51, I'm sorry, he married Elizabeth Jackson, and another wing was added on for the servants. Casual. Hannah was well known in Indiana for his stand against slavery. Um, it was at the time of coming change in America where political opponents fiercely debated um, the questions of slavery and um, President Buchanan openly supported it. Um, so Hannah was a firm abolitionist and uh, this is the reason his former home has such a reputation for being haunted. Okay. Um, the source of the haunting remained a mystery for some time. The stately mansion um, had been seen or had seen a few owners over the years, and unlike most haunted houses, had seen um, little in the way of trauma or death. Okay. Or most people believed. Oh. Right. So, Hannah himself owned the home until 1899, um, when his heirs sold the place to another family. Since that time, there have been um, reports of many strange things in the house, moving objects, phantom sounds, and the unexplainable smell of death. Really? Apparently... The house has a dark secret that um, one would not be able to explain. Um, yeah, just all these things were happening and there was no source as to why or what. Because he built the home, like the ground wasn't like sacred or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't know the story. But when they revealed it, it was dark. Oh. And I didn't know that. Rather terrible. So... The legends of the house say that prior to the outbreak of the Civil War, Hannah's abolitionist views led him to allow the house to be used as a station on the Underground Railroad. I did know that. Right. So escaped slaves were brought into the house at night and given shelter under, um, like during nighttime. Hannah would load slaves into a wagon where they'd be transported to the next station. Um, and we have to remember like how dangerous that w this to do that was at this time, especially... A person of his like stature for him to be doing that is like oh, yeah. super risky. Well, and in, in Indianapolis is probably the closest big city to Louisville, which was slaves. Yeah, exactly. And so keep in mind that at this point in time, it is against the law 
to help a slave. Right. Like, regardless of where you live. So sad. Yeah. So, one night, a lantern was overturned in the basement of the house and had a number of slaves that were down there. Oh. Trapping them in the basement. Several of them burned to death. Oh, my God. The fire did extensive damage to the basement and the lower floors of the house. While the fire was being put out, the source of the blaze had to be kept a secret. Um, and oh, the fact that the house shit. was an underground railroad station had to be covered up. Many believe that this is the reason that no one knew the source of the haunting for so long. Of course. Because once they put them out or put the fire out, it was like, this doesn't like. Nobody can know. No one yeah. can know. Um, like so many stories like this, um, no one has been able to verify that that actually happened, but it's like sprinkled like hints here and there. And like, it only makes sense. Right. Um, due to the secretive nature of the operation as a whole, no written records were kept. And so they only have, again, oral tales to pass along. Um, if the fire never took the entire place as, um, that has been haunted for decades for unknown reasons, um, but uh, one thing is sure um, that something is for sure haunting this house. Right. Um, for many years, investigators and past owners claimed that one of the upstairs rooms of the house would sometimes smell like um, decay. And the uh, um, people just always say, said that it smelled like death. Oh, but it was wow. one of the upstairs homes so, or houses. One of the upstairs rooms, so like... Well, maybe they brought the bodies up there. Um, But at one, like for the longest time, the house had the nickname, quote, the house that reeks of death. I never knew that. Me either. But according to the current owners, the smell no longer manifests there. Um, it, Like, do you think that was like, Lord, do you think it's real? I mean, like, it yeah. was a nickname, like this of course i yeah. mean it it has to be it has to be um it says according to past reports the smell was always unexplainable um but genuine at that the hauntings seemed to have slowly faded away um continuing um the sounds of moaning and whining have been said to um be heard from the basement which okay. would make sense and cold drafts are also felt when no windows are open um, or like, you know, no doorways or anything like that. Yeah. Um, the secrets that remain at Hannah House are certainly dark ones and um, and mostly residual. Okay. Um, it still continues to plague the curators of the historic mansion today. Um, most recently, it's used for like weddings, graduation parties, receptions. This is what's crazy. So just today, I got on their website to like check things out. Uh-huh. And on the front page of the website, it says... The historic Hannah House is officially closed until further notice. I was going to bring up the fact that I heard that they were going to stop letting people investigate well, there, but the whole thing's closed. Literally, if you go to their website, it's completely and 100% closed. Like, um, wow, is officially closed until further notice. With no explanation. Nothing. And I went to their Facebook to try to find it. Nothing. Huh. It Maybe says, the Thank smell you of for death your support is over the years. And so like there's literally a tab on here that says haunted question mark. And so <clears throat> I clicked that and um like it just kind of tells the same story. Um but on this it says that the dead are 
like we're literally buried in the rubble of the basement. Oh shit. Yeah. And that's like public on their website. On the Hannah House. Which website. is interesting. And then it says interested in investigating this haunted house. So like a cup about a week or two ago when I was like researching this, yeah. I actually emailed them, was like, Hey, we're like professional investigators. Here's like our show, da da da. We loved it. Like we're local and never heard back. So, and then all of a sudden they're closed. They're closed. Huh. <laughs> so funny story. Actually, they used to have paranormal, like little paranormal cons out on the grounds of Hannah House. Whoa. That's that where either. I met Scott from Revenant Acres. What's crazy is that's like, what, not even a mile from where I we went to college? It's like. You used to live like right down the street from it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I can't believe it's, it's closed. It's a beautiful place. It is. But why is it closed? There's, it's. Thornhaven Manor, is that Underground Railroad? There's one in Kentucky that Ghost Adventures did way early on. Um, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And we know a guy who knows a guy from Harrisburg Herald. He said he knew somebody. Really? Yeah. We should I should reach to out to Jeff. But that's crazy. One, the story, <laughs> because I feel like it's one of those stories that like there's enough truth to it to oh, yeah. be legitimate. But there's also enough mystery behind it to want more. Oh, absolutely. And I've always wanted to investigate there. Um, I tried e- emailing them a couple years yeah. back and never heard well, back. Why would they have that tab if, Yeah. you know? And, like, when I went to YouTube and looked up other, um, like, teams' evidence, it was all just, like, orbs and the huge. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... KJ, you know Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, she has the Kind of Nerdy Girls podcast that I'm a part of from time to time. I'm pretty sure she went to an investigation there when what? she was on the Smiley Show. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, we should talk to her about that and we see should. what she thought. Uh, I do have an email. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. This is from Chris. Um, it was sent to Oddity Files Crew at Gmail. Is this the same Chris that asked us an Instagram question? It might be. I'm Actually, I'm pretty sure it is. That's okay. Thanks, Chris. That's Chris is the best. I'm just saying. Okay, so he said he's. We've got several stories, lots from the particular area I'm going to talk about, but chose this one because I've not heard anything like it. I grew up. Everything's pretty local. I grew up in Muncie, Indiana. Well, aside from my story, um, on the south side of town, there's a junkyard that runs along Buck Creek. It's been cut down since, but there used to be a wooded area between the fence and the riverbank. A little ways back, there was a large cement block that had a door for a storm drain runoff, and in between those, there was an access hatch to some kind of large metal slab. That weighed at least a couple hundred pounds. Okay. Are we tracking? Yeah. Okay. We tried to move this slab several times, but we're never never able to budge it. That's a lot of detail, but it becomes important. One summer day, we decided to go fishing. This was a fairly popular spot among the neighborhood kids, since after a storm, branches and logs would dam up the river and little fish would gather there. We went there back with our poles and stayed a while, not catching much. When we climbed back up the ladder of the cement block, there was something standing just off the path. I've never seen anything like it. It was very dark-skinned, almost black with arms and legs, probably the diameter of a half dollar. Yeah. What? You should see Clayton's face right now. I was expecting something to be massive. Nope. Okay. 
Um, the shoulders extended out a little ways from its shoulder as it did its hips. Huh? Say that again. Its shoulders extended out a little ways from its shoulders as did its hips. He sent an illustration, so I'll show okay. you. Um, everything about it was hard angles and triangular. So what you're imagining is going to be this picture. I'm imagining had, like a form of Pokemon. Well, okay. it had green eyes and its chest seems seemed to have glowed from the inside okay. the same green. I'm no artist, but I'll try to draw and attach a rough picture, which I'll show you momentarily. And we'll be on our Instagram. As expected, we ran away as fast as we could. But on the way out, we saw either the same one or another one off the path further down. Okay. Muncie, Indiana. Yep. We noticed on our way out. Home of Ball State. <laughs> we noticed on our way out the metal slab that weighed hundreds of pounds. Had been removed. By the little things? Apparently so. Um, they came back the next day with cameras, hoping maybe we could catch it, a picture of it, but we couldn't find any sign of it and never did again. That area has something strange going on with it. I was part of a group of five, and all five of us witnessed a full-bodied apparition walk across the air and blow into a fog, as well as... Other strange animal sightings like birds and fish fish that are much bigger than they should be able to be. Muncie's got it going on. Right. What in the world? Thanks for reading my email. Love your show and podcast. If you use my name, use only my first, Chris. Good thing. Best wishes, Chris. So let me pull up this picture here. I can't wait. He drew this. Oh, praise. And, I mean... But the... It was the size of a half dollar. The arms and legs were the diameter of a half dollar. It, I'm oh, seeing. I he was saying like the whole thing. Oh was, no no no! Oh. no. <laughs> I'm like, these that's little... a fucking alien. I'm seeing an alien. Yeah, I'm sorry, I misunderstood that part. Glowing green chest. I mean, Chris, you, you were a little worried about your artist skills. We get the gist, hundred and ten percent. Wow. Very triangular, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and he thinks he saw more than one? That's fucking creepy. It is weird. Thanks, Thanks for the drawing. Chris. Yeah. That's next time bring your cell phone so we can get pictures. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let us break the news on that shit. Um That is really cool. Yeah. See, that's like awesome when someone has such like a vivid experience that they're able to draw something no you know absolutely I mean? except for the chupacabra lady which she doesn't well, count she <laughs> described something to a t it was just from a movie <laughs> yeah this never seen in a movie me either. i want to know more about this i know so much more chris you should name it chris yeah let us hurry know up and name it. it before someone else sees it and names it chris do you think it was an alien because i'm going alien I'm, I'm well, especially all the shit that's going on. My first thought was with what the oversized fish and oh, the oversized you, animals the and the apparition. With, yeah, yeah, with with. I you meant like in the world today. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, God, oh, gosh, don't even get go. me started. <laughs> um, first thought was the Simpsons and the uh, nuclear power plant. Right. You know, things just going around. But the first thing I thought in describing it was like the form of Mewtwo. 
like the Pokemon. It kind of does look like Mewtwo. Just with green eyes and a green yes. body. Which, yeah, sorry, keep going. No, I love your Pokemon references. Well, when you're... First, when I thought the entire thing was the size of a half dollar. <laughs> that would be weird. I was like, the tiny things <laughs> moved that slab. That's why I said... Well, st- I mean, there right, are no, no muscles mean, in an arm the width no. of a... Yeah. Very vivid. Thank you again, Chris. Yeah. Anybody else have any great stories? Again, I keep saying this has become one of my favorite parts because we get to share with you guys. It's stuff we've honestly never heard of before. Um, you can it's, contact us at oddityfilescrew at gmail. What were you going to say before I No, said? it's just, it's cool. Like, um, I mean, for people who go out intentionally looking for things, we're expected to find it. Well, and then I mean? they get killed by trains. No, I That's mean like last week's us story. being paranormal investigators. <laughs> oh, okay. Like us going out looking for ghosts, like we're expected to encounter a ghost. Right. But right. for someone who's just like out and about. Fishing. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. Terrifying at the moment. I would but... shit my pants. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I try to catch it. <laughs> so tell them where they can find us and all the stuff and all the things. Basically, oddity files on whatever platform you are on whether it's facebook or instagram or twitter um look us up we have a fan page on facebook it's oddity files fan group fan page fan group fan fan page <laughs> i think uh just look up oddity files on facebook You'll dj jimmy's gonna tell us i'm sure if you search under groups for oddity files right. you'll find it kind of what i was getting it yeah. um Fan group is the final answer. Um, but yeah, and then you can find Kitsy and I on all of our social media as well. But oh, if we you... never plug our own social media, do right. we? But if you go to Audi Files, you'll see ours. Cause... Yeah, we share our stuff yeah. all the time. Um, go to our website, AudiFiles.com. We have merch from the show. You can watch the show on Amazon Prime, which we are an independent provider. Um, we are not <laughs> affiliated with Amazon. We are. So watch it and tell tell your friends. Yeah. And rate, subscribe, download. and download this podcast. Please, please, please tell all your friends. We're having so much fun with this. And if you're listening, we'll keep doing it. If yeah. you're not, I mean, we'll still do it. Yeah, we'll still do it. <laughs> what are we at time-wise, DJ Jimmy? 34. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks, guys, for listening. We really appreciate you guys. More than you will ever know. Watch out for aliens. Yeah, oh, totally. And weird is the new cool. And what would you say at the end of the last one? You are the weakest thing. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>